Miller, and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon on a Tuesday, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Back to local programming for the next seven hours. We appreciate you starting that uh, block uh, here with us this morning. BMW of Des Moines guest list shapes up like this. Only one guest in the uh, first hour of the program. Uh, our bracketologist, Shelby Mass from BracketWag.com. BracketWag.com, where he updates his bracket each and every single day. Day uh, is uh, will join us. We'll talk about well, certainly the locals and what uh, where they sit as they get set to partake in conference tournaments. With the exception of Drake, who's punched their ticket, Shelby has them as a twelve, Iowa as an eight, and Iowa State on the five line this morning. Uh, Virginia, the four. By the way, uh, Iowa would uh, be in the same bracket as Kansas. That means Des Moines. That means Des Moines. Do you think that's likely? I've had over the last couple of days. I hope it's likely. (laughs) Because there has been a ton of brackets here recently that has Iowa in the 8-9 game opposite Kansas Mm -hmm. as the one. And that means, well, Kansas Midwest will be in the Midwest. They'll get the Des Moines to Kansas City trip. If they get there, I can't see the committee doing that. I just, it's happened before. I remember it was a 3-6 matchup in the round of 32 about a decade ago. And Wisconsin was, I believe, the sixth seed that year. And it was in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. It was the three. And they said, we're going to try to stay away from that going forward. There have been a few other instances. I know it has happened since then, but they're going to work hard to make that happen. And I think the way the brackets are set up, it's pretty easy to make that happen, right? Boys, Shuffling some teams around. It. Love Mover. to see it. Well, I, I think everybody would love to see it, but the likelihood. Live in reality. So the eight are Arkansas, Iowa, Illinois, and Maryland, according to Shuffle. Double that three Big Ten teams. Right, and made. three Big Ten teams isn't super easy just to shuffle them, right? Right. Yeah, I I just can't see it. Even Illinois. Now that a lot of Illini yeah, fans would make true. their way here. They would in that circumstance. Mm-hmm. I, what was the other one that you mentioned? Uh, Maryland, Illinois, Maryland. Iowa, Arkansas. They'll, they'll ship Maryland here. You think that's what it's going to be? I mean, wouldn't and that make ship more Iowa sense? to the West? You don't want to give an eight seed home court advantage. I don't, yeah, that's true. That's Kansas fair. fans have been gobbling up tickets mm-hmm. now for a while since they. Well, they're convinced they're coming here, and yes. they're probably right. Yes, absolutely. I mean, even if they lose to the eight nine seed, they're probably still one. Aren't I, they? I think so. I don't think there's any way they get knocked off. You know, of the one seeds, Purdue, Kansas, Alabama. This is Shelby's, mm-hmm. uh, and I think he's probably really close. I don't know who would uh, jump up: Houston, Alabama, Kansas, and Purdue. Fair one seeds. Yeah. Um, I, I I like the argument for UCLA. That would be the only one, but boy, the the injury that's just. Uh, ugh. But should that matter? You know, I, no, I, I think it, I think it matters to their chances. I don't think it'll sure. mad, matter on Selection Sunday. I uh, I saw this last night, and I thought it was really interesting. Where somebody was arguing, you know, UCLA with this injury should cost them a seed line. We remember Kenya Martin. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're a completely different team. Got beaten around a thirty-two as they dropped to a two seed. Should have been a one. Mm-hmm. But Kenny Martin wasn't going to be available, broke his ankle against St. Louis, I believe, in the conference tournament, and he wasn't able to go. Same thing here. Well, what is Clark's injury? Is it an Achilles? That's what I've heard. Yeah, and haven't they announced that he's out? No, they've not. Not that I've seen. Well, you can't. You can play that game, right? Well, we, he might be back. Mm-hmm. Remember, Alford did that with Records. Yeah, <laughs> he's in a boot. Uh-huh. Um, 
I mean, I, I know UCLA fans, because I've been checking Twitter, because I've got a nice ticket on UCLA, so I'm kind of yep. invested in this team. So I've been trying to figure out, you know, what, what's the likelihood that he sees any uh, postseason. It sounds like it's very unlikely he's going to see Las Vegas, mm-hmm. at least with a uniform on. Right. He might see it as a as part of the team. I don't know. Uh, fair question, Trent. Fair question. Because if we got to conference tournament week this week, and, well, you know, this team's got an injury, so Rutgers, you know, they haven't been this good since their injury, so they're actually an 11 seed. Now, you, mm. you don't do that there, right? Nope. No, you don't. You shouldn't. And should you do it here? Should it be your body of work, even with an injury there? It's a fun argument, at the very least. I don't know exactly where I stand on it, but mm. I thought it was interesting reading through that last night and kind of equating it to a conference tournament. We're not going to completely change a team just because they have an injury, right? And because of that, should we be doing that in the NCAA tournament? A good argument, at the very least. Well, I don't, I don't like them as much as I liked them prior to the oh, injury. Absolutely. And that's just, you know, from a... Um, not a Rudy answers per se, but somebody's watching. Anyways, uh, so Shelby Mass will be our guest in the uh, first hour of the program. We'll start hour number two with our friend Adam Emenecker, uh, who's helped us out with the Missouri Valley Conference, and in particular Drake, Doko Pizza sponsors uh, Adam. He'll join us at 12.05. A lot of ground to cover with him. Obviously, we'll recap, kind of take a trip down memory lane, how they handled it. Not that DeVries will take the same... Uh, strategy that uh, Keno Davis did, um, but we'll find out just what it's like, the, the weight, etc. Uh, for for Drake prior to Selection Sunday. And then Rob Doster from the Field of 68, who is a uh, media, burgeoning media empire by the tail is how I look. I really think he's got something here, don't you? Yeah, he's doing a great job. He yeah. is, and they're making a lot of money at it, and mm-hmm. good for them. Uh, him and uh, Jeff Goodman, and they got a lot of people employed, uh, but uh, Doster will join us at 1230 to, well, to talk about UCLA and some of the national teams as we take a look around college basketball. ACC tournament starts this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Isn't that wild? It is. It's, it's here. Underway. Away we go. Well, we're already started. The A-10's underway. We got Richmond on the Spiders on the floor, so we're off and running against UMass, and Richmond out to an early lead. And the A-10, that for the first time in a long time, bad. it's a one-bid yep, league. bad. How about Fordham? They're the four seed. Fordham hasn't made the tournament since 1992. Mm-hmm. That's the story I'm rooting for in the A-10 this week. Or oh, you were doing your homework because you've got a bet on Fordham, I wonder. Well, I actually looked at Richmond because they made the run, of course, last mm-hmm. year. And we know what happened in the NCAA yeah. tournament after making that run. I couldn't pull the trigger on them. Uh, the odds were okay. I took a little little nibble on GW. That was kind of my long shot in the A-10. But, yeah, that's what last night was. A lot of handicapping these conference tournaments. Bought out of my uh, Southern Conference Championship with South Alabama. Got a little something there. Made a profit with Furman punching their ticket. Uh, got Had Drake at plus 150 going in the tournament. So we're off to a good start there. He ended up three winners again last night. I saw that. Well done. Yeah, we're just piling up the victories. Mm-hmm. And we'll continue to hopefully uh, have a good NCAA tournament. And I need to break down when we get through this and when we get to April. Exactly month to month how it was. Because, as you know, this has been... As successful You've of a had a remarkable run run as mm-hmm. I have had ever in my life, mm-hmm. and I had some people on Twitter sending me DMs. You know, you, you need to monetize this. You, <laughs> you need to get some investors. By let's slow it down. Let's no, you know that's when it all goes to hell. It, it absolutely does. Yeah, I I just do this yep. for enjoyment. Yep. Maybe make a couple of bucks on it, cash out a few bucks, and and have some fun with it. That's what I do. And we're seeing it well for four months now. Let's make it five. Indeed, you are. Do you have a dark horse in the tournament to win it all? A twenty-five to one. 30 to 1 north um, of that is there, is there somebody and or and part 2 to the question who's the one seed that you don't like at all Purdue Okay yeah it's mm-hmm. it's because of the young guards young guards foul trouble with Edie mm-hmm. the Big 10 I don't think is very good 
there's a lot of factors pointing that I'm not on Purdue. Alabama, yeah, I can see it. The way that they yeah, they took a loss to Texas A&M, but they came back in that game, too, uh-huh. after looking like they were dead in the water, and they came roaring back and had a chance late in that game. Alabama has the pieces you need. They got a one-and-done player mm-hmm. in Brandon Miller, who is an incredible talent. Mm-hmm. And with everything that they've had, they've still played good basketball during the stretch, and he's played good basketball. He played incredible. Well, player of the year in the SEC. Speaking of players of the year, we should stop here and congratulate Ashley Jones for winning the Big Ten player or the Big Twelve rather uh, player of the year. That was announced yesterday. So well done out of her. A couple of uh, gals playing in the state of Iowa, both the conference players of the year in their respective conferences. So pretty fun winter, early spring of uh, women's basketball in the state. To answer your question, a few teams that I have circles or, or have futures on, mm-hmm. I have that you still like that I still like. I still like Virginia. And what do you have them at? I have them preseason. I got them at 60 to 1. Jesus. To cut down the nets. I also have a ticket to them to get to the final four at 30 to 1. Those are really good. So we're, we're well invested mm-hmm. in Virginia. Um, who else do I like? I got a Creighton final four ticket. Say you're coming around. Well, I did it during the downturn, just thinking that I wasn't going to get a better price. After giving me crap for, well, yeah. for jumping on but, the... but that was to win a national championship. Right. That, that team's not winning a national championship. Can they I win four know, games? Their arrow's pointing up. I think it is. They can win four games. I can't. Th- they uh-huh. can't win six. I don't. This see is that. the year that I think anybody can. Okay, maybe not anybody. Not anybody. But you get my point. That there's a lot of teams. I'll, I'll rephrase it. I think there's a lot of teams that can win six games this year. TCU. I have investment on them. These are mostly Final Four. See, mm-hmm. I don't go quite as far as you to win it all. I think there's more value in getting to a Final Four. I think there's a, a more likelihood because ultimately you got to cash it. Right. And I think some of these have a chance to cash. I have Indiana. Yeah, I've got them too. Uh, Miami, I got a couple of Final Fours on them. One at twenty-five to one, the other at thirty to one. Oh, so those are good tickets, Trent. I, I Maybe like I need to those. look at those a little more closely. Yeah, the the Final Four ones. It's just it's the likelihood, right? It's yeah. it's putting it together, finding teams on a downturn, and and this is a great time this week. A team gets bounced early, and you still like them. Jump on them right now because when the brackets come out, I will tell you. Those odds to get to a Final Four or win a national championship, they're going to plummet. Plummet, yep. They're yep. going to yep. go the complete opposite direction. So even you like a team Final Four shot, 12, 15 to 1, something like that, do it now or do it when they lose in their conference tournament because when the brackets come out, you will see those things tighten up big time because well, you see the path and oh, oh yeah, <laughs> and everybody's going to be jumping aboard there. So if you're going to do it, this is the week to hop aboard with some of those futures. Yeah, I have a feeling there's going to be a whole lot of Drake and a lot of brackets that are filled out across 16, the country. Yeah. yeah, for sure. That's the 12 that's going to beat the five. You know, there's one of these every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be a lot of that. All right, let's put a bow on uh, the uh, uh, the University of Iowa, the, the settlement that came yesterday. I listened to Murph and Andy with Rob Sand yesterday. Mm-hmm. My biggest takeaway from that piece, whether I was really impressed that Rob Sand reached out to Gary Barta. Yes. And gave him a heads up, uh, the, the courtesy of a heads up. Um, obviously, I'm not sure a lot of people would do that, but that uh, certainly um, caught my attention. And I thought that, um, you know, that's the right thing to do because he was going to be caught off guard, maybe blindsided mm-hmm. uh, when a politician is coming for them the way that uh, Rob Sand was. Now, it didn't get anywhere. Uh, party line vote, two to one, although one of the uh, two uh, votes against Sands' side of the argument. Said first of all, he said, "Well, we're not in the employment business." I'm paraphrasing, but that was kind of mm-hmm. how it goes. But he does. He did say, and again, I'm paraphrasing, that maybe the university takes a closer look at some of the principles uh, that were part of that. And then Kirk Ferentz's, um statement that came out later on in the day that they were 
blindsided by this settlement, that they didn't see this coming, that they were not privy to the fact that they were uh, going to settle. And then Ference's people uh, put out the... Uh, the affidavits from some of the uh, players that were named in the suit, and man, there's just so many layers to this, right? I, 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 I don't know. I don't know what to make of it, other than the fact that I don't think the university wanted this to go on any longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, when uh, Ference and and uh, both Ferences and Doyle were removed from that, that took them out of any, I guess, standing as far as the ability to. Yeah, you can come back and make your statement, but if you really wanted to fight it, you would have stayed in it. Right. You know, and and a lot of people have that opinion. And I don't think that that's far-fetched one little bit. So I just think that, you know, people wanted this out of the way, wanted to be over and done with. Uh, what um, what this means as far as the uh, the future of Gary Barta, as far as his employment, I think it remains to be seen. There was another senator that called him Gary Bart. Um, did you see that? I did, yeah. Gary Bart. And I'm, I hope it was just a typo that oh, yeah, uh, that, sure that she knows uh, who she's dealing with. And apparently, I heard this this morning, and I don't know the um, the relationship there. I guess that she is either a friend or um, Bruce Rastetter. Oh, really? He's no longer a part of the Board of Regents, correct? Right. Yeah. He was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that uh, those two have a pretty good relationship, close relationship. So I wonder, did she run that by... By Bruce prior to uh, taking the floor, and I mean she didn't pull I'm, punches. I'm gonna guess no, because Bruce and Kirk are tight. Yeah, incredibly tight. Right. I mean, his nephew was a terrible punter for the team. That's true. Actually played. He did. He played a lot. Should have been right. Colton Rossetter, mm-hmm. who was over the last two decades probably the worst punter that they've had. Yeah, they've gone from a real bad one to a real good. I'm surprised, Taylor. I mean, he's and he's having a blast. Yes, he is. He is just this is this is one of those kids that I think look the NFL is going to be there next year. Mm-hmm. I'm having the time of my life. Out there throwing the first pitch for a baseball game. It was game. awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> Wearing Brody Breck's jersey yes. as he was suspended. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm just, um, I'm, the NFL will be there when I'm ready to go there. I'm not ready to go there. I'm a college student. I had no idea it was going to be like this. Uh-huh. And what's my rush? You know, Good for him. Got a few years on, on everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that accent doesn't do too poorly with the ladies over there. I'm sure fair point. I'm sure he's having the time of his life. Yeah, fair point. Continue on, young man. Do you and, and keep bombing those punts out uh-huh. there. I did have one problem with the Kirk Ferentz press release. What was it? Where he said, quote, For more than two years, our program has been unfairly and negatively impacted by these allegations. Unfairly? No, it wasn't unfair. I don't think it was unfair. I don't think, I, was. I don't think that terminology is right. right. Negatively? Absolutely. Yes. But it yes. wasn't unfair. No, it precipitated change. Kirk himself has said that it wasn't unfair because he worked to change the culture inside the building. So something must have been off for him to take that path. I agree with you wholeheartedly. That that bothered me, Mm -hmm. reading that part of it. And it's one sentence out of, of course, a whole release. And and I get that. And it's not like he sat at his desk and, 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 you know, appended it out. It came from his lawyer. Right. That's how Lysticow got it first from his Mm -hmm. lawyer. So I think we understand exactly how that was. This wasn't dictated perfectly by Kirk. This was ran, ran through the system. But that was the part that left me... Just questioning a little bit. No, it wasn't unfair. It was no. fair because you've said as much mm-hmm. that it was fair, that things needed to change inside your program. You did that. That was the part that bothered me a little bit. But again, it's a sentence inside of a statement. You don't want to go too far with it. But I thought that one was taken a little bit too far. And getting it out there, the affidavits from the former players mm-hmm. and every single one of them saying that there was no yep. racial terms. Right there that in black and white. Right there every in black single and white. One, 
they had to put that out yep. there. And, and Mike Ferentz and both Ferentz's and Doyle prevailed in had this gone forward. Pretty good chance. Yeah, when you have those affidavits from the players, mm-hmm. um, I got to think that goes a long way. But it's, we're not going to know. We're and not you're gonna going to be know. airing dirty laundry, yep. and there's going to be a Just lot of things on. that come out. Write the check. Uh huh. And they did. Now you can argue where half of the check is is coming from. And absolutely, I would be right there with mm-hmm. those people. I, I think Rob Sand put it perfectly. And Gary Barta and his athletic department has made mistake mm-hmm. after mistake after mistake. And the litigation has lost over eleven million dollars now. And if they just would have fallen on the entire four million dollar grenade we wouldn't have had this yesterday would we no no not at this level because if, of the fact that everybody's pissed off that their tax money's going yeah, to pay for this if could this have been done and neither of us are lawyers obviously don't know for sure but could this have been renegotiated with the athletic department saying yes we'll accept this settlement but we know this is going to be a bad look if it's taxpayer money we're going to bite the bullet here and pay the full freight of the 4.17 i don't know why they couldn't have right wouldn't that have been a lot smarter? Yeah, but, and, and the legal absolutely. counsel of the University of Iowa oh, in general. And the PR department. Yeah. It, has there's been. struggles over no, there. No, it has been. So is um, is Gary Barta the AD when fall classes start? Yeah. State football? I think he is too. His contract runs through... Next June. 2024. Yep. That's what uh, Scott Dockerman told us yesterday. So I think... Uh, if you're up in arms that Bart is still going to be there, I think the likelihood of a contract extension or a brand new contract pretty remote. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe he would have wanted to leave at the end of his contract anyway. We don't know that. But I would be... I would be very surprised if indeed there's another contract coming for Gary Barta if the University of Iowa um, is not, at this time next year, in, has begun their search for Barta's replacement because they've decided not to renew his contract. Doesn't that seem like the cleanest way out of this? Oh, I, I think so. I, I think you nailed it right on the head there, and it's kind of the easiest way to let it go. He's mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of negative things that we've talked about. There's mm-hmm. no doubt, but there's also plenty of positives. I mean, you look at the athletic He's moving department. on to different ventures, right. and we wish him the best. He'll be a consultant. Right. He'll do that. He'll yeah. get one of those sham checks for a wherever consulting firm uh-huh. that he works for, and, and he'll do those things just like oh, we see right now, former Big Ten commissioner. Um, Delaney. Delaney working for the Rose Bowl. Yeah. After years and years propping that thing up, and boy... Scratch backs? Isn't it funny how that you get works? Get your scratch back. Huh? Uh-huh. Isn't that funny how you works? You got a no-show job where you're making hundreds of thousands of dollars late in your career. Not too bad. Another interesting angle to this, though, is the new University of Iowa president, Dr. Barbara Wilson. She was the school president in Illinois when they fired their athletic director. And there wasn't a ton in comparison to all the negativity surrounding Gary Bart at that time at the Illinois spot. She was quick to the trigger. In fact, I mm-hmm. believe she was the interim at the time. And she said, well, the hell with it. We're getting rid of this guy. So yeah. something to keep an eye on there. This is a different school president. I think if he would have had term left, significant term left, mm-hmm. I think maybe that would be the path that they... If he had a five-year pers- contract right. or something like that. But yeah. again, I mean, uh, 14 months from now, 15, whatever it is, it's over. Mm-hmm. And you'll know it's over but because... Look, it's not going to get to June with no announcement made that the parties are going in their own separate directions. We'll know. Wait, we'll probably know this time next year because the search will be on. So it's cleaner. I know you want them gone. Um, Patience. It'll get there. I mean, I understand. Patience is is tough. But uh, it certainly seems like it's headed in that direction. June 2024. It's all over. Uh, for uh, Gary Bart, his contract expires at that time. That yesterday, uh, per Scott Docterman, uh, on the show, and he's got a whole bunch 
A follow-up uh, at The Athletic, as you would expect. Lystico has been all over this story. If you're a subscriber to the Des Moines Register, uh, he's been all over it. Uh, so we'll see how it go, where, where it goes. But um, I, I think it was the prudent decision to move on. Move on. Take the loss. Again, the way it was paid out. I understand it's a bad why, look. People are, it's, uh, why people are hot enough. Now, time. our state's not going to go bankrupt because of this either. No, that's true. And I wonder how much it works out to each taxpayer in the state. I think I saw a dollar eighty. So buck eighty. Dollar eighty for every one of us has to pay <laughs> for this. Yeah. Um, Todd's uh, with us. Todd, welcome to the program. How are you? Hey, guys. I was just thinking, you know, we got a year to find the right guy then. I hope uh, we should maybe keep our eyes open when football season comes around and things like that and see what uh, what guys are out there doing things that are, you know, programs on the up. We, we have an entire year to get the best guy out yep. there that we possibly can. They better not mess it up. Couldn't agree with you more, Todd. Uh, you're right, and uh, we shall see. Thanks, Todd. Appreciate the call. Uh, I, I don't even know who any possible candidates at this point would be. Well, who, I think you start with Troy Dannon, just because of his connections to the state. To the state, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, and, and what he's done at Tulane. I mean, mm-hmm. they've had a lot of success football-wise. Yep. Um, I would, yeah, I would, th- I would think that he would get a, um, um, an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Sure. That one makes sense. Um, some other kind of younger athletic directors that, that I've heard a lot of good things about, Mac Rhodes at Baylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was at Houston. He hired Tom Herman there. Mm-hmm. Obviously brought in Matt Rule at Baylor. So yep. that would be a possibility. No connections to here. Brian Harden was at Notre Dame and has done a nice uh-huh. job at Drake. Um, let's see. Who else? Uh, I'm kind of scrolling through here a list. Well, Gene Taylor. Is he Come too, back? How old would he that, be? That's what I was wondering, too. His age, that would be yeah. the one question, but that would make a lot of sense. And they just hired a new deputy there, a female, that is the second at in K-State? command. state No, at Iowa. Oh, at Iowa, okay. That is the second in command. A lot of people kind of connecting those dots. Would that make sense okay. uh, for that to happen? Mm-hmm. So Danny White at Central Florida, you know, has he seen His the, name is always put up with this. Has he kind of seen the end of the run? They're now in the Big 12. They finally made that move to the power conference. Is he going to look for you know, one more shot of it? That's mm-hmm. a possibility. So just a few names. I mean, there's, there's going to be connections to Iowa. That always seems to come up, and we'll hear plenty of those. What, uh, what about Bullsby's son? What's he doing these days? No. I see him on Twitter all the all time. All the time. Yeah. Is it Kyle? I think it's, it's Kyle. Kyle. Yeah, yeah, it's Kyle Bowles. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think he's in the athletic director game. He's something adjacent to that. But he's obviously not. Yeah, he, does, right he doesn't have the experience. Anyways, uh, the Big Ten has just released their all-conference uh, basketball teams in the men's, um, and, which Chris Murray was named in both the coaches and the medias. Zach Eady, Jalen Pickett, mm-hmm. Chris Murray, Trace Jackson Davis, and Terrence Shannon from Illinois uh, has made the list. Uh, Hunter Dickinson was selected by the media. Shannon was left off the team, and Boo Booey was added. So the media put six uh, six players uh, on the uh, on their all conference team. The coaches did five. The one I'd probably question not being on there would be Jameer Young of Maryland. That'd probably be had the a one. remarkable year. He was Trent. great. Yep, he, he was so he good. Rem- for them. I'm glad you brought him up. He had a remarkable year. He was excellent for them. So that'd probably be the one that I'd have maybe the biggest. Who do you kick off? Chris Murray? I know statistically. Uh, yeah, I, I think stats have it. I, the stats have it. Mm-hmm. But we watch this guy every single mm-hmm. game. There's been a couple of Is he a first-teamer to you? Some days. Oh, yeah, some yeah. days. Yeah. Some days. And some days not. Right, right. And I'm sure that's probably the case with everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And because we're just closer to it, maybe that's what it is. But 
Just that inconsistency. That's the steam, the inconsistency that you get game in and game out. I asked you yesterday where the price for Iowa State to win the Big 12 wasn't high enough for you to even think about. What about Iowa? What would have to oh, be the Circuit price? Oh, Circuit came out with, their, uh, with, the, with their, all of their conference price. So they what did. about Iowa? What about Iowa? What would be the price that you would mm. have to, that would get you at least, hey, I think that's worth a shot. I think that's So they got to win Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So they got a four-game run. More than likely and they're done that. Wisconsin, uh, Wisconsin, Ohio State, mm-hmm. Michigan State, mm-hmm. Purdue, and then Indiana, Northwestern, Maryland out of the bottom side. Well, it's not impossible. It's not. Um, I said Iowa State needed to be 100 to 1. Yeah. And I still might pass. I don't know. Uh, that sounds like a 25 to 1 proposition to me. So it's 15 to 1 at Circa. I did see, I can't remember where. Apologies. 15, 1 5? Yes, 15 yeah. to 1. I did see a 22 out there somewhere. That one made me pause. I didn't fire at it. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I was about the same spot at you at 25 mm-hmm. to 1. At that point, you get to the semifinals, then you can start to hedge a little right, bit. Right. I think that's the value that I'd be looking for, but not out there. 15 to 1 at Circa <sighs> right now. Betting favorite, of course, is Purdue. Mm-hmm. Is there somebody you like? You know, my I'm just enamored with Penn State. I know you are. I love Jalen Pickett. Yeah. I, I have a man crush on the guy. Uh-huh. I can't get past him. The same thing. You. Guess what I, I did last night? I fired at him. Did you? I, what did you get them at? Uh, what was the price? I, I'd have to look here. Uh, da, 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 Penn State. It was 19 to 1. Okay. What's Northwestern? Northwestern. Are they the third, fourth choice? They're 8 to 1. Oh, okay. So you got Purdue, you've got Indiana. Michigan State's plus 550. Are they really? See, I don't like them at all. Indiana's 5 to 1. If Joe Blow's coaching Michigan State, where are they? See, I think it's Izzo. Doesn't that kind of have to go here? Yeah, it does. It it does because he's He's going to be there. (laughs) He's going to be in Chicago. This just in. Yep. And so, yeah, I think it has to go with your handicapping a little bit too. But yeah, I was was surprised. I like their bottom half. I mean, how well they played against Indiana this year. Mm -hmm. That's who they'd see. But Mm -hmm. I had to make the decision on the bottom half. Who was I going to take between Illinois? And I just hated the price on the Illini. Illinois winning four games in four days. When's the last time Illinois has done that? Have they won four games in a row this year? I wonder what hates this team. (laughs) <laughs> and you only get 13 to 1 with them. So that's why I ultimately went with Penn State at that price. Win a couple games, Denton Lions will carve out and, a profit. Yep, there. then you can start making some moves. Yes. Uh, well, actually, you can't because you'll be in Florida and your app won't work. Well, I got people. Oh, yeah. do you? Interesting. Uh, and Iowa State is what this morning? Are they still 10 to 1? That's too, way too short of a price. I'm shocked at that. Uh, let's see here. What let's did Circa the- put them out at? We got the Big 12 odds. So yesterday it was 10 to 1. Is that uh-huh. right? I believe you said that, yes. Yeah, 10 to 1 yesterday. So let's go to Big 12 Conference Tournament odds. Is it the loading up here? All right, Big 12. Iowa State is currently... Where'd they go? Oh, there they are. Uh, still 10 to 1. Mm-hmm. Now you can also do yes-no props at Circa. So if you want to bet on the no, you don't think Kansas is going to do it. You can bet that, minus 290. You get all the other nine teams in the conference when you go that route. Is Kansas going to repeat? I hope so. (laughs) I hope so. Uh At least as it pertains to my Mm bankroll, absolutely. They got a big shot, don't they? Loudmouth Jayhawk fans, I I don't want it to happen that way. But yes, as it pertains to my bankroll, absolutely. You're right. I mean, it's just so wide open. It's just so wide open. I, I don't... I haven't seen enough of Houston to really comment. Trent's right on Alabama. They got all the parts. Purdue, I get the fear they have in Purdue. Texas, Arizona, um, Baylor, no. 
I can't. I don't. I, I can't go. I can't go Baylor. UCLA. The injury is just. You just wonder. Uh, let's get Brandon. Then we'll get a break and get Shelby Mast in here. Bracketwag.com for Shelby. Bracketwag.com. He updates the bracket each and uh, every day. Hello, Brandon. Welcome to the program. How's it going? Uh, I hear you guys talking about gambling a lot. Um, I don't really know a whole lot about it. I do have one question. Since um, you know they brought the sports book what a year ago here to Iowa. No, no, no. It's been a couple Did of they? years. Yeah, three years now. Three summers. Well, okay. Yep. yep. But your winnings do they hit you for just income, or do they hit you for something extra? As far as claiming taxes, you mean? Yeah. Uh, there's a certain threshold. I'm sure that's six hundred dollars. Is that what it is? Yep. So it's three hundred. Six hundred to one. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, is is if you're below that, you don't have to pay. It's money in your pocket. Really? Yep. Yep. Oh, that'll change soon. I'm sure. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, anything else, Brandon? No, that'll do it. Thank you very yeah, much. I appreciate the call. Yeah, it's the same as uh, if you hit, you hit a steamer at the track. Yep. You hit a big ticket at the track. You have to pay. Have a tax. pull at I the think pull. It's, yeah, yeah, I think it's is it three hundred to one or six hundred to one and foot. Maybe they're maybe they should be the same. Yeah, you'd think so, right? Um, yeah, because I got a a ten ninety nine or whatever it is in the mail when I hit the derby last year. Oh yeah, for this year's taxes had to pay on it. Anyways, it's eleven thirty. Take a time out. Shelby Mass joins uh, us next. We'll get inside the bracket. What does Iowa State have to do to stay on the five? Can they get to the four? Is there any way Iowa can sneak their way to a six? And is Drake locked at a twelve or they eleven? Some of the questions will pose to Shelby Mast when we come back. Miller and Condon underway in a Tuesday. It's Des Moines Sports Station. It's one hundred six point six ninety three. Now back to Miller and Condon on one hundred six point three KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station one hundred six point three KXNO. Let's get right to our bracketologist, Shelby Mast. Show and tell time. At least it's coming up this Sunday as the brackets will be revealed. Shelby will be with uh, me. Trent's on vacation early next week, but uh, I'll have Shelby and we'll correct his paper. Shelby, it's coming down the stretch, my friend. How are you? I can see the light in the tunnel. You certainly can. And you've been. Uh, when did you first start updating this year's bracket on a daily basis? Did you wait for conference play? I start January 1st every year. Yep, yep. Makes sense as conference plays upon us. Well, let's get into some of the locals. I want to start with the one that we uh, we know is in the tournament. Although Iowa State and I were both going to be in the tournament, but Drake we know for sure is Shelby. They uh, won the Missouri Valley Conference. Most have them as a twelve. So my question to you is: Is there a path if if the right dominoes fall in front of them? Any chance that they get to an eleven? I don't think a thirteen is even in the conversation. It seems like eleven or twelve. Is there a chance Drake could find their way to the 11? I don't think so because the at-large bids, all of them that are vying for those last few spots, for the most part, have a better overall resume, more quad one wins, better, better, just better. And so I think Drake is going to be set at 12, and that's a 12 I don't want to face. You know, in your bracket, you have the 11 seeds in the play-in round, if you will, the round of 68, playing their way into the main bracket as 11 seeds. We've seen in the past, sometimes that is a 12 seed in one of the games uh, that plays in. 
How do they play around with that? What What is the determining factor? Is it that the mid-majors, there's a couple of teams that are a little bit better than a 12 seed, and that's why they bump it up? How does it ultimately get to that point, the decision? Do we put them in as 11, or do we put them in as a 12? Well, it could be that. A mid-major may have uh, better wins than one or both of the team, the last two teams in, and it could be a scheduling issue because I know earlier I had my bracket, I had all my 11 seeds were Friday games, and you got to have at least one Thursday game. Mm-hmm. So I had to bump one down to a 12 and move one of them up to an 11, and it worked itself out where I could put them on the 11 line now. All right, let's uh, let's switch gears to Iowa State, who seemingly righted the ship uh, on Saturday as they went to Waco and had a really nice win over Waco. Looked like a different basketball team, Shelby. Iowa State, you have them on the clinging to the five line. You have them um, as your final five seed. So see that is overall seed number twenty one away, obviously from following to uh, to twenty one. Let's say they get bounced on Thursday, Shelby. Their first round, they'll see Baylor again. Uh, could they fall? Do you expect them to fall to the sixth line? Not that that's a bad spot, but if they lose to Baylor on Thursday, more likely they hear their name as a six on Sunday. I think probably so. And it's not because it's a bad loss, but I'm taking into account San Diego State, Kentucky, Creighton, maybe even Duke. If if Iowa State loses, they're done. For you know, They can't help themselves anymore where those teams right below them move up. So Iowa State right in between that five and six seed. We continue to get this, and we get the question. Iowa State, Iowa, the opportunity to play in Des Moines. In fact, you have Iowa in Des Moines playing Florida uh, Atlantic in the first round, and then the winner likely getting Kansas in the round of 32. How does that play out? And uh, Kansas, they'll have a ton of fans here in Des Moines. There's no doubt about it, but... To put a home state team in here, if you'd put the Hawkeyes in there, I know in the past they've tried to stay away from that. What's the likelihood that either of the in-state schools are are located here in Des Moines? I I, I think well, Kansas is going to get Des Moines, and so that's a one sixteen matchup with an eight nine, um, and it go and whoever they give the second spot in Des Moines to, I'm predicting Baylor. But others are going elsewhere. If they put it uh, all the way down to a four seed, then the five seed would get Des Moines. Uh, they will the, the higher seeded team. If it's a top four seed, are protected for the first round. The second round, it doesn't matter because they're not going to assume certain teams win. So they protect them for the first round only, mm. and then after that, they can play. You know, a team that prefers that region. What does uh, North Carolina, who, I mean, this time last year they played for, well, a couple of weeks in, uh, down the road, but played for national championship. They're not in your uh, on your bracket right now, Shelby. In fact, they're the seventh team away from the bracket, which is remarkable how far they have fallen. Start out the year as number one. Do they almost have to get to the final uh, to make headway, or if they get to the final, let's say they get they get to the, they play for an ACC championship and lose, is that enough for them to get in? I don't think so because they will not have beaten good teams along the way. The ACC is down; they're going to get uh, decently um, uh, represented in the tournament, but there's no clear cut top 
team. Uh, you know, Duke isn't at the top. Miami may be a five seed, Virginia four seed, but they wouldn't be beating good teams along the way to get that giant marquee win. Uh, I really think that at this point, go away the name on the jersey. It's, they've got to win the tournament. So just real quick, Shelby, do you remember, uh, I mean, Virginia is your highest ranked team out of the ACC, correct? I believe it is. I'm looking at it in front of me. Can you recall how far back you have to go before you an ACC team in college basketball uh, is not a one, not a two, or not a three seed? I mean, when was the last time, if ever, that's happened? I don't, I don't recall. I don't remember doing it ever. I've been doing this since 2005, and I don't believe I have ever had an ACC team that wasn't in the top two or three. I'm welcome past and yeah, there there just isn't anything. You go back the last time they were rated this poorly as a conference was two thousand thirteen. Miami was still a two seed that Jeez. year. Duke was also yeah. a two seed that year. Uh going through the history, there just uh, there isn't anything at least dating back here to this goes back to nineteen ninety seven. And nothing that's remarkable. Even close to what they're dealing with right now. Well, we're seeing a lot of the mid majors and the low majors, their bids being handed out. Shelby, is there a team that's caught your eye? Is there a, a team that you like? Matchup dependent, we get that, but somebody at least you have circled before the big bracket comes that can pull an upset in the first round. I, uh, maybe not first round upset, but second round. I'm looking at Florida Atlantic. But that's a solid team. You've got and them I, against Iowa. Against Iowa, yeah. yeah. And if it works out to where they play Purdue second round, I think I'd lean towards Florida Atlantic. Uh, How about that? Purdue has been leaking yeah. water, so to speak. And FAU is a solid, solid team. And, uh, the whole Conference USA is much better than is known around the country because they don't have the highly ranked teams. But you got two or three teams in that conference that could make some noise in tournaments if they were to get in. Hmm. So uh, let's say this hypothetical with me Purdue loses on Friday. Uh, their first uh, first opportunity in the Big Ten tournament, they get knocked. They get knocked out. UCLA plays for the Pac-12 championship. Those are teams four and five in your mind. Uh, the final uh, one seed is Purdue. The highest uh, two seed is UCLA. Do they flip flop spots? I think so. And I think if Texas ends up winning the Big Twelve, they may leapfrog both of us in your scenario. Hmm. Uh, I think you know Purdue is the shakiest of the one seed. Yeah, I, that doesn't say anything about what I think they're going to do in the tournament, but they, their hold on it is not as strong as it was a few weeks ago. And UCLA and Texas are playing pretty darn good right now. So if UCLA does get up to the one, though, that would cost them an opportunity to play uh, in the West, right? Because Houston's not moving. I don't think are they? I, I don't think so, but. Uh, you know, if Houston is the number one overall, they get their choice. Right. They choose the South with Louisville. I would think. I would think. Yeah. But I know for sure. You know, I, I, the UCLA, they may end up in the East. Mm. I'd probably love to stay where they're at. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And Fans will come over. It's five hours away. Right. Have, have that advantage. All right. Final thing for me, Shelby. Uh, back to the locals. Iowa. Pulls it off again. Four wins in four games like they did a year ago. How high can the Hawkeyes get on a seed line? I think their best hope is a six. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, the, 
four games in four days is tough. That would be impressive. But th- their resume has taken some hits throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And like Sunday, what I mean, what was that? <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't anything I no. like I'd seen. No, so they get lots of questions and too many to get higher than six. How about Iowa State? They go down to Hilton South down there. They'll have a ton of fans, as they always do in Kansas City. They win three games in three days. How high can the Cyclones get? They could probably get to the four line. I think there's an outside shot on the three. Wow. Back when he had them. But they got too many losses probably to end up on the three line. Mm -hmm. So if they have a great weekend, then probably the four line. Bracketwag.com, Shelby Mass, Bracketwag.com. Shelby, um, we appreciate what you do for us. I know a lot of you're getting a lot of clicks seemingly every day. You post that bad boy. Uh, folks are finding your site, Bracketwag.com. Uh, we will correct your paper when you join me. Trent's gone next week, but I'll have you same time uh, next Tuesday, Shelby, to do this. Thank you. Appreciate it as always, Shelby Mass. Have a great, I know you'll have a busy week. Have a great week. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yep, good to talk to you. Shelby Mast, bracketwag.com, bracketwag.com. Final time out, come back and uh, finish up the hour. Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. Adam Emenecker kicks off hour number two. Rob Doster from the field of 68 and Trent's pick still to come. It's 106.3. They're sent you in. Miller and Condon. We're on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. No surprise, Chris Collins, coach of the year in the Big Ten. Yes, as he should be. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, picked, where were they picked? 12, 13? Way ridiculously low. What a remarkable finish for that team. Um, they can win in Chicago. You think so? Huh? I think so. I, I think they can. I like this. You know what? What you, what you have with Penn State, I have with Northwestern. It's kind of a crush. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of a crush. Hey, so we're, during the breaks, um, I mean, we, the phone rings periodically. Yeah. Um, you just, somebody called and asked for you. It was loud in the background. Mm-hmm. It was not loud, loud. There was some commotion in the background. This guy was on the floor at Circa. Yeah, he's uh, getting ready to fire. He uh, <laughs> fouled along yesterday in my 3-0 and picks. Before he, said, he got on the plane or out? Yeah. Uh-huh. We, we've had this two weeks in a row. Another satisfied customer. <laughs> And he said again, Circa, just how incredible it is. It truly is. Guys, I, I know there's a ton of you out there that are heading out for the NCAA tournament. Even if you're not staying downtown, if you're staying on the Strip, it is worth it. <laughs> it so is. It's, it is so difficult to describe. And you see pictures of the sports book, mm-hmm. and it's incredible when you see mm-hmm. the pictures. And then you see it. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's awe-inspiring. If you're it a sports really gambler, it, yes. it's like nothing you've uh-uh. seen before. Uh-uh. Any picture, any video just doesn't do it justice of what it is. And when you walk in there and you walk down to the seat and you got your spot. And you can just tell the first timers to. Oh, yeah. Because those are the ones with their jaws on the ground, right? right? <laughs> you usually taking pictures right. and doing the exact same thing. Uh-huh. It, it's so awesome. Yeah. We were there last year at this time for conference tournament week. Yep. And uh, we didn't have any fun, did we? Oh, boy. <laughs> Maybe tied it on a little too hard at uh, one of those uh-huh. nights. You're always smart, though. You know when to go to bed. Well, I pull up. I, I can't. Right? Well, you will. I didn't used to be able to right, either. Right, I'll get there eventually you is what you're saying. There. Yeah, you have no choice. If you want to go back again and do it again. Right, yeah. Got to, got to be able to do that. Well, but, I can't wait. I'm going out uh, Sweet 16 weekend. Um, oh, it's so much fun. So much fun. 
So Sweet 16 weekend, it'll obviously be the well, week regional, West yeah, regional. right. And I'm trying to think, outside of, you know, like we talked about with UCLA, say Iowa, Iowa State gets placed in the West region and they punch their ticket. Mm-hmm. How many Hawkeye or Cyclone Ooh. fans would hop on a bird and get out there for a Sweet 16 game, regardless of who would be against? You know what, I think it's probably, so if, it, if it's... Vegas against one of the other sites? Is that how you're looking at right, it? Right, right. So you want to As go, opposed to going to New York. New York or Louisville. Right. Kansas uh, City, you just hop in the car. Right. I mean, and even Louisville, you can. You can. It's 10 hours. 10 and a half. Uh, no, Vegas. It's Vegas. Right. And yeah, the, the flight's going to be expensive, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be too grand. Like it could be. No, no, you're no. You're trying no, to find no, a flight no. to New York, you know, four days before you're leaving. Right. Getting to Vegas, you can still probably get there, what, six, seven hundred bucks? Oh, probably. Bucks, I mean, right we bought range. our tickets. I didn't even realize that the region, West Regional was in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going for my stepson's 40th birthday party uh, for his birthday. So it'll be a party. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't remember what we paid, but I'm guessing it was a whole lot cheaper then opposed right. to doing it today. Yeah, it's going to be bumped up a little mm-hmm. bit. but And there's a nonstop coming home on Sunday. Oh, really? Right. I'm not too pumped about going through Denver on Friday. Uh, but there's a non-stopper coming home on Sunday. So we're, we're there on Friday, Friday night, Saturday, and come right back. Is Vegas, do you know, is it a Thursday-Saturday? It's or? a Thursday-Saturday. It's a Thursday-Saturday. Because uh, Taylor Swift is Friday at Allegiant. Oh. And it's packed. Yes. You know what? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> what? I like Taylor Swift. You should. Right? She's a talented she young lady. She really is. I, I'm not going to go as far as to say I'm a Swifty, but I like her music and always have. It's one of my guilty pleasures. Anyways, hour two, Adam Emenecker kicks it off. Rob Doster, field is 68. Miller and Condit to one. Trent's plays coming up. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.